should be fun! Family, don't end with blood. I regret this already. Hello! Nam idiot, see ya! Lilu Dallas Multipass. Give him the bits! The bits! The bits! The things I do for love! I will never, ever turn my back on people who need me! George McFly. I don't understand one damn thing that's going on around here and why nobody can give me a simple straight answer. The bruise, the bruise in your head. I know how that happened. You told me the whole story. This episode contains themes of race relations in the 50s, sexual assault, and the ethics of potentially having relations with your own mom in the past. Have fun. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. 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 Welcome back to Why Should I Watch That? Why Should I Watch That? Why Should I Watch That? I didn't know we were doing this. Why not? Why not? Oh, God, this is getting scary. <laughs> They're sounding alike. This is scary. Don't you know, Myra? We've always been a figment of your imagination. We are essentially Fuck. the same. We're just personified in different categories. Tones. Well, guys, I just went insane. Thank you. See you. Good Good night. <laughs> Only just now. Only just now. Not the entire time we've existed. Nope. You know. I'm Myra. I'm Sam. Ohayao gozaimasu. WSIWT tomoshimasu. Do desu ka? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so... I'm so Oh, I have not had enough caffeine for this tonight. You have caffeine next to you. I know, but literally. It's... Okay, but like we gotta be careful because last week you had too much. Yeah, last week I had way too much. Oh God, <laughs> that was um a ride from start to finish. I will say, it was fun though. It was a fun ride. Wait, which night did I have to? Oh, I think I'm at a good point right now. I'm like just awake enough that I'm functional. I worked too much today, and I'm glad to just be conscious. I'm on vacation. We'll see how sassy I get, because apparently I'm more sassy on the days I work. Um, Prove us wrong, and we'll take it back. I just, I didn't realize there was a difference. I mean, it's not a bad difference, it's just a noted difference. As people who talk to you at least, like, I don't know, once a week, minimum. I was like, much more than that. Well, I was, I I gave it a minimum. minimum. Like, at the very least, we notice a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I've noticed that if I have too much caffeine, I go into psycho mood. I'm having a hard time just vibing, so y'all tell me if I'm doing something dumb consistently. I always. mean, we can, we can notice Thanks. when you're always <laughs> good. I'm glad, I'm glad to know. No, I mean, not that you're always doing something wrong, but... We'll always get sh- have your back. It's too until- late. You already said what you said. See, I've was- already taken it to heart. Actually, I have a plane booked to take me away from here in like five minutes. I gotta go. Damn. Look at what you did, Myra. Look. Now it's two nerds in a trench coat. Oof. Shit. And he's two our editor. 
Oh God! This Excuse show just got bad. me. I am average height. Thank you very much. You are both the same height, and you called Myra short earlier. No, I have no, right. no, 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 no. And no. inch seems like making a difference. No, like I am five three and three quarters. Thank you very Jay much. Jay is an inch and three quarters taller than me. No, I'm not. Sam. I'm like Jay's Bitch. taller than I am, so that's Sam. wrong. Sam is an inch and three Bitch, quarters like taller. Ten. Fuck off. You are not 5'10". 5'8", five, 5'10", five, something like that. There's a big difference between 5'8 and 5'10". like two... Alex, how tall are you? I'll, I'll crop this. Stand up. God damn. Because we're about the same height. We've always been about the same height. Alex is... An inch taller. Two inches. It looks like You're an inch. probably 5'9 and a half or 5'8". Five, five, so around 5'8, 5'10". I'd say 5'9". That's... Okay. And I was going even numbers. <laughs> I'm 5'2", and not ashamed to say that I'm short. You are short. Look, my grandma's 4... just glared at 11? <laughs> uh, we have a special guest in the studio, Alex. Hi. <laughs> She's vibing with us while we record. Yep. <laughs> Dab. Wait, wait. Dab. But yes. We offer a lot of visual commentary on this podcast. <laughs> we hopefully will spark your imagination. What the fuck imagination. is that? I don't have that. Imagination. Oh my okay. god, yes. So, so we, we're off we, topic. We are extremely <laughs> off topic. You know what? I think I think when you have too much caffeine, that happens more. <laughs> I'm just um kidding. So welcome back, and we are. Did we even get to the topic? No, no, nope. we didn't. We just started so, talking. So, uh, welcome back. That's the kind of mood we are tonight. Okay. So, what are we talking about? Back to the Future. Caps lock. Because <laughs> you don't even have a reason. Why do you have caps lock on? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Okay. No. <laughs> it's your rule. Uh, we're watching Back to the Future. We already have. Yeah. We watched Back it. in time. We saw it in the past. And we're here to talk about it. It's in the apparent- future. In the future. Apparently it's, like, playing in theaters? Yeah, I think they're yeah. doing a... Because isn't it, like, it's anniversary yeah, or some so, shit like that? Well, it was a while ago. Uh, I think... Well, no, you're right. I was thinking of something else. You were thinking about the fact that in the second... In sec- as, 2015. Yeah, Back to the Future 2, part 2, they went to 2015, which was... I'm we, still mad the, we don't have hoverboards. I'm just going to say I, it. Technically, we do. No, they don't hover. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Well, we do well, have Well, we don't have a fucking flying car. We do. Mad about that as well. No, we have flying cards and we have hoverboards. They're just I- incapable of being mass produced because of the literal, ma- like, literal chemicals that are required to power them. You cannot get, unfortunately, even in the year 2015, you cannot give a bunch of civilians plutonium and expect it to end well. That's true. And the, the shit is run on high explosives and big chemicals. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Yay, also, bump. it's a whole new realm of fucking insurance, yeah. and that's 
I, I think honestly, some insurance companies were probably like, "Stop! No. Don't you fucking Stop. dare! Stop!" <laughs> I give it. I give it a couple more, like 30, 40 more years. Yeah, I was gonna say there. probably by like twenty fifty. I'm not giving it a time because it's always wrong. It's always wrong. That's her. I mean, my dad it's was. Like, it's like the rapture. If you say when it's gonna happen, it definitely won't. <gasps> I just totally fucking listened to that episode on Morbid too. What? The Lori Vallow's one. The Lori. Oh. Hey, hey. Oh. I'm gonna. No, it's okay. We're we're back. Okay. It was it was it was a touch. Yeah. Myra was gonna. No, it's okay. Neat. I was I wasn't gonna let her. Okay. I uh... get stopped. Okay. So we're talking about Back to the Future. There is some uh, tea to be drank and some shade to rest under, I guess. Tune in for more. But for now, we're talking about wibbly wobbly timey timey wimey bullshit. Um, yeah. The flux capacitor is fluxing. Correct. Uh, shall we read the synopsis? Yeah, definitely. I have it pulled up. Okay. Um... There's, like, so many options. Oh, no. <clears throat> Are we going with the Google synopsis? There's, like, six different entries, depending on which version. It's fine. I've got it. Okay. Marty McFly's life is a dump. His father, George, is constantly bullied by his supervisor, Biff Tannen, and his mother, Lorraine, is an overweight alcoholic. One day, Marty gets a call from his scientist friend, Dr. Doc Emmett Brown, telling Marty to meet him at Twin Pines Mall at 1.15 a.m., where Doc unveils a time machine that runs off plutonium built into a DeLorean and demonstrates it to Marty. Marty accidentally activates the time machine, sending him back to 1955, where he accidentally gets in the way of his teenage parents' meeting. Marty must find a way to convince Doc that he is from the future, reunite his parents, and ultimately get back to the future. That is a synopsis for a movie titled... Back to the Future. I'm just... She wasn't that overweight in the I movie. I know. That's when I was shocked. They're, like, overweight. I was like, she's just a mom. Yeah, but, like, okay, if you if you think about it in, like... What, what fucking year is this set in? 80-something. Yeah, in the yeah. 80s, that was when, like, soda was just hitting its, like, super high popularity in, like, everyone's, like, fridges and shit. America wasn't super obese then. So... Mm fair most fair but yeah. also overweight had a different meaning then and most people were categorically underweight because most moms were eating half a grapefruit for breakfast and that was considered healthy yep yeah. also we could start talking about the beauty standards of women in media but that's something for later on in the episode sam yeah so our general information It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, produced by Bob Gale and Neil Canton, written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Oh, so that's cool. They, same people who directed it, wrote it. That's at least good for production quality. Um, starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, and Crispin Glover. Music by... Alan Silveresti? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Cin cinematography by Dean Cun Cundley? Cundley. <laughs> we talked about Dean the Cundley. names. Listen, if We you, are adults. We are adults. We have licenses to prove it. <laughs> the name's funny. 
Um, it was released by Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment. It it, it premiered on July third, nineteen eighty five. And its total runtime is 116 minutes. It can be found currently streaming on Netflix if you have a subscription. <coughs> um, Sorry, I couldn't breathe. No, you're good. More watch options, Google, please. Um, you can also buy it or rent it on YouTube, iTunes, Vudu. Google Play and Amazon all for the same price of three ninety nine. Surprisingly enough, Amazon didn't jack up its prices. Wow, uh, impressive! I know. Good job, Bezos. You did one thing. Oh, so um, it got. I don't know if we want to continue this, but it got a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics. Oh, I think it'd be fun to dive yeah. in, but I think we should do it a little later again. Yeah, like after the fun facts for sure. Okay. So yeah, that's the general information. We'll go into the re- the reviews. Uh, the reviews a little bit later. But Myra, if you would like to take the take the wheel, yay! Um, so obviously this has got a couple of obvious little Easter eggs. When Marty goes back into the fifties, he references um, Darth Vader for Star Wars and um, Star Trek. With the Vulcan uh, salute. salute. Um, He's also from Planet Vulcan. He's also from Planet (laughs) Vulcan, which is great. Um, Also, the mixtape that he puts on his dad headphones, it says Edward Van Halen, which is actually Eddie Van Halen playing the Mesty, may he rest in peace, playing the guitar. Um, uh, He also, in the Under the Sea dance, sea thing, he is playing... He plays the um, Michael J. Fox is actually playing the guitar for Johnny B. Good, and he actually does play the that Van Halen solo, which is actually pretty cool. Um, another before he travels back in time, um, the movie theater says uh, American Orgy, I believe. I yep, Ameri- yeah, American Orgy. So that was a film in the eighties. Yep. And you know the homeless guy that he calls Red? He was in the film. Oh, of course he was. So that was him, his homage to him. Um, Another one is... um... Hey man, I put you in my movie. You're a homeless guy. I'm sorry, go ahead. I know, I know. I had to say it. Um, Another one is the... um... In the opening scene, two things. Uh, one is you see a guy holding on to a clock. Um, that is referencing, obviously, foreshadowing the how the movie ends with the dock hanging off the clock. Uh, and then you see, is it MC411? Hold on. Sorry. No, you're fine. I can always cut that in. CRM 111, or 114. I can't talk. Um, that's a reference to the actual direct director, Stanley Kirk, who also di- um, 
um, directed or film uh, Doctor Strangelove. Oh, okay. so that's a reference to him because in that in that film he that's a major piece. I don't know. I've never seen Doctor Strangelove, so I can't say anything. Nor have I. Um, and then in the opening, you see Marty playing in the band, and they're playing um, back to back to love. I think that's what it's called. The song, so. maybe. Some, uh, the song that. that he's playing mm-hmm. is by um, Hugh Lock, Lockley? Hugh Lewis. Totally said that name wrong. I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. It's um, I think you're Spanish Power brain. of Love. It's Power of Love is the name of the song. And it's by Hugh Louie and the News. So the band that's playing with Marty is the News. Oh. And the person that's telling him it's too loud is Hugh Lewis. <laughs> so... I would, I would love to do that. If I had, like, a band, I'd be like, fuck yes, I'll be in your movie. And then, of course, they do play an homage to the original writer of Johnny Be Good, Chuck Berry, when Marvin Berry calls his cousin and goes, hey, Chuck, listen to this. And it's supposed to be Chuck Berry. He's calling to let him hear Johnny Be Good. Yeah, I have some words about mm-hmm. that. We'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to it. Um... But another quick one that Sorry. shows that um, Marty changed time. The mall is called Twin Pines Mall. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back, it's Lone Pines Mall. Do you know why? I know he did something. I can't remember. Okay, so in, when he first goes back... I'm sorry. I Is it okay if I say this? Yeah. Oh! Okay, when he first goes back into time, he gets he shoots through the DeLorean and ends up in that dude's barn. <gasps> And that's, that is, remember, Doc said that back in the day, all of that used to be farmland. So literally, he goes back in time, ends up in a barn, and the reason it was called Twin Pines was because those two pines were there, I guess, when they wrecked it. So, or, like, wrecked the, the barn to build the mall. So, since there was only one... <laughs> Lone Pines Mall. <laughs> Another one from that scene, um, they're called... Peabody Farm, mm-hmm. and the son is Sherman, and it's a oh homage gosh. to Sherman, yes, Sherman and Peabody. Oh my god! So, fun little facts. That's great. And the last last one that I had is the film that they're showing in um, the movie theaters. Is uh, I can't remember the name of it. In the fifties, mm-hmm. the main actor is Ronald Reagan. Yes. And then he he makes the joke of, what, uh, the actor Ronald Reagan is president? And who's vice president? I can't remember what he says about that. He says a bunch of different actors and actresses for the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, So, can I say my bonus ones real quick? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so my bonus ones are specifically featuring the DeLorean, because ever since I saw this movie as a kid, I wanted a DeLorean. My first car, I wanted it to be a DeLorean. Everything. DeLorean. I didn't care about the specs. My dad was very upset about that. The specs are bad. <laughs> it's not a good car. No, it's not. Actually, it's such not a good car that the company shut down a couple years after making them because they spent so much money on what was inside, it cost too much to buy. Uh, so the um, the DeLorean factory closed on October 19th, 1982. And um, the same day... The guy who invented the car was arrested in a cocaine trafficking bust. He had been set up by his neighbor, who was an FBI informant. 
Did you know that he also worked for Ford? Yes. Uh, let me get there. So, okay, that's that's a. F- I, I have a thing about Ford. That's a thing. Um, the. So we all know Back to the Future is set in a DeLorean. However, it was supposed to be. It almost was a Ford Mustang. <laughs> Um, the, it's, a lot of people were kind of weirded out when they, uh, when they said no, because a lot of, like, Back to the Future is known for its product placements. Can I get a Pepsi, a Pepsi Zero? Yeah. Pepsi Zero, the Toyota. Um, But apparently. GMC. mm -hmm. Yeah. Apparently someone on staff said, no, 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 Doc Brown doesn't drive a fucking Mustang. (laughs) And pushed so hard for the DeLorean that we got it. And the final fact about the DeLoreans, out of all of the ones that are in, um, uh, that are still existing today, I can't find a number. Um, over 150 of them have been modded to look identical to the movie version. So, and that, that article was from 2015. So, that's why I said over 150, because it said 150. There's, it's been five years, there are more. I'm sure. (laughs) So, I'm assuming since the company shut down, they can't have too many out there. No. So, the fact that most... A good a good number of them are literal Back to the Future DeLorean. <laughs> I love that. All right, and those are my car facts. Ba-da-ba. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, but it, it's funny. My father talks about how his parents were like, "Oh my God, an actor for president? Who's gonna Who's gonna want that?" Of course, my par- my grandparents are not the best of people. Um. <laughs> but <laughs> that was a real discussion of. Uh, who? Why is there an actor who's who's president? Why is he running? Huh. I think uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, did like a uh, um, what's it called? A skit. A, a skit with the um the two guys from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2015, like on, like during the um the year that anniversary. It, like, yeah, the, the year that they were supposed to come to 2015, they did a skit, and they were like, well, who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, Donald Trump. And they both go, <laughs> you think we're stupid, don't you? <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> they start listing off the things that he's known for outside of presidency. They're like, can't be. No. Incorrect. Do you take us for fools? <laughs> and it's like, no, no. Look at my small computer. There was a whole thing about that. Doc was like, you must do so much quantum math with this thing. And he goes, actually, we normally just sit on the toilet and look at funny videos. Sometimes send, um, you know, emojis to each other. Eggplants, you know. And Doc was like, what the fuck? Why are you sending eggplants? Okay, so do we want to go into what are we calling this segment? I guess uh, the reviews. Mm, we need a catchy thing. We need something with a little spice. Are you right or wrong? Are you right? Oh, are you right or wrong? Or do is we... it poppin' or rotten? Ooh, I like that. Poppin' or rotten. So we are using the website Rotten Tomatoes. Um, where the fuck did the reviews go? We lost them. Uh, see score details. There we go. 
Oh. Incorrect. Incorrect. You are <laughs> correct, sir. Three people think it's bad. Three um, people are wrong. For the record, it is certified fresh. 96% tomato meter. For Not- the record. <laughs> uh, but the audience also agrees with a 94%. It's really rare, I think, to see the... Um, the professionals yeah the professionals in the audience agreeing on something and for them to be so close that's impressive yes that's the critic reviews yeah i know fuck them they don't know what they're talking about maybe they do because they're just higher than the audiences i don't fucking know we're just gonna ignore them all right so we're going to the audience reviews uh because critics are mostly old white men it's in spanish we have a translator Un film decimante sucesivo interesante e convincente. That's French, by the way. Yo no habla francés. It's a film. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jay took one look at the screen and went, ooh, it's Spanish. It's it's hella French. It's not. It doesn't have any little dingle hoppers or anything. (laughs) I'm screenshotting this. What the fuck is that? A monster. This was 13 hours ago from the time we're recording. So, Melody Z thinks, Why am I the only person in the world who thinks this movie is weird, silly, childish, and pointless? He dates his mom for crying out loud, period. Whatever, period. Okay, Melody, he doesn't. He doesn't, though. He runs to run away. His mom (gasps) is sexually attracted to him. That's the difference. I will say he does make the vague threat that he's going to fake molest his mom to make fake, her en- angry. Fake assault? Yeah, fake us And you can't quote-unquote fake assault someone. If you're assaulting someone, you're assaulting someone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, the whole... The but, whole, like, he's not dating her. He's not dating her. I mean, we'll get into this in a, in a bit, but, like, the whole plot hinges on... Him being the, stupid. The son assaulting his mom as a teenager in her no. past. No, 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 no. The whole plan hinges on getting his his dad to pretty much fork his mom. No, the whole plot of the movie is literally based on the fact that the kid didn't listen to his mom not 24 hours prior say, you know, the only reason that your dad and I got together is because your grandpa hit him with that car. That is the only thing. Because dad... And son are peeping toms. Well, no, dad is. Dad is. Dad is weird. Dad, that that dude needed assistance. He needed therapy, and <laughs> he still needs therapy. Still TV needs. fucking H. Yeah. Just because you're successful and have money doesn't mean you don't need therapy, dude. Okay, what else we got? Um, I expected this to feel dated, as a lot of '80s sci-fi movies do, and was happy to see that. It really wasn't at all. I certainly see why it holds the position it does. That's a long one. Oh, I, 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 picked, a wrong, I picked the wrong one. Oh, and they talk about Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> having watched this for the first time many years later, I loved the Rick and Morty vibes I got from it, even though, it obvi- even though obviously that show is based on the movie series. Um, it, they go on, but positive review. That was four stars. Um... There's so many, and they're all five stars. I'm just gonna the say. Best, okay, best trilogy. trilogy. I wouldn't go that far. I, I the third one. Hard disagree. The third uh, one has 
less rights than you would expect. I can give you the first and second. Yeah. The, the, I liked the second one. The second one was solid, for yes. sure. But the ending of the second one mm-hmm. tells you everything that's going to happen in the third one. Yeah. Period. You don't need to see the third one. I mean, but the second one isn't even really about their kids all that much. I didn't mm. expect it to be. No, they it, it, Like, it would have been if Doc had gone to the future by himself. But the fact that he brought Marty means that it's going to be focused on Marty. the adults. I know, but like... And Biff. At the end Biff of the movie, he's all like, oh, Marty, Jennifer, it's your kids. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's... Literally, the only reason he wanted Marty is because Marty looks exactly like his fucking son. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's it. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. His Although, anybody ask why his daughter just does this? <sighs> I haven't seen the second one in so long. I, I don't remember. You. I saw it last week. Any I, other good ones? It They played back to back. I couldn't help it. Best movie of all time is stretching it. <laughs> Michael J. Fox blew me away with his great acting as the teenage Marty McFly. Good casting, entertaining movie, incredible storyline. These are all from 2020, so I think these are all... uh, The new kids finding it. The new new kids finding it and quarantine watchers. Yeah, but that one's from 2019. 2019, It's still high. I feel like like this is just good. Classic Watch this shit right now. (laughs) From August 2019. Um, I mean... I, I'm not gonna say it's Oh, a he even one. has a profile picture. Look at him. Yeah, he's he's professional. Bougie. Really? Yeah, these are I'm not really seeing anything. Hold on, go go back one page. Never got to see this in theaters since I was five in nineteen eighty five. Loved seeing it on the big screen. I guess they did another I uh the the film industry got like real tired of their own shit the past year or two that's fair so they've just been like what do we have in the bag can we just replay some shit that some other good people did because we're not good and don't know what we're doing that's that good. is yeah that's true we're we're in some growing pains for writing and production uh, it's not writing pains it's the old people need to fucking quit to make room for new people yeah. potentially the best film of all time probably oh probably this is what started the other conversation. Some of these reviews are long. Jesus Christ. Y'all got too many words for Back to the Future. I thought it was a fun movie. I but say like... on my podcast that we're talking about Back to the Future on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, unfortunately, a lot of these reviews are way too positive to make fun of. Yeah. So, like, the only thing we could say is maybe you guys like Back to the Future a little too much. That's not possible. No. Fuck off. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, some of the major themes are: is our future even our own? Who like self-identity? The impact we leave on the world. Butterfly but, effect. But yeah, butterfly effect. <clears throat> um, but mostly, it's just a fun sci-fi film. Yep. I feel like a really big theme would also be responsibility. Yes. Yes. Because that. Go ahead. Sorry, hold on. Go I was ahead. just going to dump a few on the table so this way we wouldn't have to crinkle. Can Appreciate we watch you. the little blips? Because I don't know if I'm talking loud enough or into the mic enough. Oh, sure, you you sure. should be fine. I'm I'm if that dumbass. That's totally chill. Um, what was I saying? Uh, responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah, because like, that's the thing that the... Sorry, I fucked myself up. 
that's the thing that the series carries out from beginning to end is responsibility for your own actions Mm -hmm. even in and it's been a long time since i've seen uh the third one so i'm not going to touch on it but even the second one uh with the racing scene um right right, just the fact that he made he recognized that he had a bad habit he made the decision to change the action and making that decision changed changed his whole future that's actually the third one is that where he does the racing? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Never it's mind. At the end I of the definitely, third one. I've definitely seen the third one in recent memory. Yeah, it's at the end Obviously. of the third one. They discuss it in the second one oh. because the the mom is like, if he was never in that racing accident, and then you actually oh. see the race in the third one. There we go. Oh, okay, okay. And you know that's the kind of continuity that I fucking love between movies. For sure. Like the the plot, and we're not going to talk about all three because you know we're not here for that today. But, We're only here for the first one, but, but they I will do s- connect. Yeah, I will say the mm-hmm. continuity between the three is so on point. Right. It's so good. I feel like the themes flow better within the trilogy than the first solo film. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Okay. So, um, does anyone have uh, preliminary thoughts? Well, um... I can't say, like, this was my first time seeing it, because I've seen it... Oh, no. Pure... Pre- Periodic, pure is a periodically. 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 I know it's spelled that way, but we don't pronounce it. I know. Period. Period. Shut the fuck up! I can't say it. Period. I Cali. Periodically. Periodically. There you go. There we go. Did it in one. I can't do it again. Um, <laughs> don't ask me to. I won't. Um, throughout my life, you know, I probably hadn't seen it in like maybe three, three or four years. So it was nice to rewatch it. I did accidentally watch the other two. That's fine. I'm such a bad person. But I do <laughs> got to admit, the continuity that goes flows between all three movies is very kept together which is a good thing because the movies really only take place over like what a day in and in the main timeline yeah Yeah. like literally the turnaround for these films is astronomical the boy's not even home long enough to enjoy his new truck straight boy truck yeah i literally the the, he 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 got all dreamy-eyed about that fucking truck and i was like oh you're that dude literally that's what i thought dude i was like "Mm." (laughs) hmm Um, really <laughs> this movie for me uh we grew we grew up watching this my my parents were really strict about what sci-fi shit we could and couldn't watch which ended really well for them let me tell you <laughs> it ended real well mm-hmm. um but the this was one of the first ones i was allowed to watch and it um it was really good <laughs> um i don't know it's always just, it's always been a movie that i've liked i I don't have a bad thing to say about it, really. So, is this your first nostalgia film that we've covered? I guess, yeah. This is my first nostalgia film that we've really covered. This yeah. is the kind of shit that I that I vibed for. Which is weird, because as an adult, I'm not a big fan of sci-fi. But the sci-fi elements were so low. Yeah. It was, yeah they the, were kept to a minimum. I think the only major, like, sci-fi thought was when... Time travel. The mm-hmm. time travel... And also, I really liked that the they utilized the time travel in a way that makes sense for time travel. Time travel, and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, 
it is not a tool that they use to better the plot. It is a tool that causes the errors in the plot that the protagonist must then repair. Right. It's... It is not a tool to their help. It is a tool to their detriment. Yeah, it's the inciting incident. Yeah, yeah. and I, I really like that that is a consistent... That, that's something they even touch on in the video game that I saw a review of that I didn't actually play. Um, there's a video game, by the way. There's a video game, by the way. Yeah. But it's, it's a theme that they really harp on in the video game where, like, they basically the entire game is going back in time to fix something, and in fixing that, you cause another issue. And it's literally a constant butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. And it's... Again, it's responsibility for your actions. Realizing that by making the conscious choice to do a thing, you're probably going to hurt something along the way, even if you don't mean to. No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. Right. Um, That's what I got. I, I watched it some as a kid. You know, it was one of those things that got put on for, like, HBO or whatever. Back when HBO wasn't its own separate entity. Um... But is HBO not its own thing? It, it is. is now. It, it used to not be. It used to just be part of like the cable package. It used to just be like it. It was like its own. It was its own channel, but it wasn't like its own company. Mm -hmm. That's weird. And I'm leaving. Go ahead. Um. So yeah, I've I've seen it before. It was fun, but I I, I it wasn't like. I, I obsessed over it or anything. I wouldn't say obsessed over it. I never... I Oh, Jay's eyes just went, nope, me, yes. Um, Myra, you don't do anything half-assed. You either fucking love it and watch it 99 times in a row, Same. or... I mean, Back to the Future... I, okay, there was one year I watched it almost like every day, mm -hmm. but... Look, there's something you need to understand. Just because we've been harping on some of Myra's comfort films doesn't mean that we do not vibe on the same frequency. Our comfort films are just different. Yep. No, I understand this. I just want to make sure because you called her out for some shit. And it should have been every other person in the room. Listen, I have my comfort films. We've only done one of them. And, and I'll get exposed later. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. it, it's on the schedule. This one I didn't necessarily... I used to watch it a lot as a kid, but we never owned the DVD or anything with the VHS, mm -hmm. so I, every time it was on TV, I'd put that shit on. Every time. Whenever it came on cable, I was on that shit. Every time. Good shit. <laughs> I think... I really like Doc. <laughs> I mean, Christopher Lloyd did an amazing job. Yes, he did. He did. It was my introduction to him as an actor. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. okay, so this is a fun fact about Jay that we're going to get into real quick, and it doesn't have to stay in the podcast, it's mm. just something I would like to say. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with science, mm -hmm. and I think, looking back, this was a combination of Doc Martin and Jumba Jukiba from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I was convinced that if I learned enough science, I could be like them. So my grandma literally came over to our house one day and went, Hey, Jay is wanting to learn some science shit. And my mom was like, yeah, I guess. But like, I don't really have anything to give them. And my grandma just went, cool, here's a bunch of college textbooks about biology. And my mom was like, what the fuck is an 11 year old going to do with them? And I popped up behind her and I went, I'll read them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I dead ass read that shit. 
did I retain any of it past puberty? No. But I read it. I had all of the books memorized at a point, and I was convinced that if I was given enough power, I could run my own lab, and I was wrong. So what I'm hearing is that young Jay just wanted to be a morally ambiguous scientist with a lab and maybe accidentally create something that spurred radical adventures. Ah, uh, yes. Morally ambiguous. Yeah. Accidental. <laughs> yep. That was definitely the plan. My plan was definitely not to recreate Experiment 626 and rule the fucking world with him. And not make him good. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so Jay wanted to be an evil scientist Jay when he grew up. Jay wanted to be a fucking scientist. That's all Jay wanted. I gave you a thumbs up. Thanks. But no, the Doc Brown was my first introduction to that genre, and I went. And he, he's not even really evil. He's like Doctor Doofenshmirtz level evil. Yeah, he causes chaos on accident. He's like the I, he's like Doctor Doofenshmirtz, but opposite. He's still a scientist. He still he still invents things, but instead of doing it with the inherent intention to do bad and really doing nothing, he does it with the really the intention to do good, and still pretty much does nothing. I mean, he does steal plutonium. For to make weapons a terrorist for terrorists, but I mean, he yeah. uh, he yeah. really just steals the te- the plutonium from a terrorist group, not to make the weapons for the terrorist group, but to use it for his own. Well, from a government facility for the terrorist group, and steals it. Then really? steals it from. I guess my question is, why didn't he just? If he could already steal it, why get them involved? No, I think they stole it from the government facility. Oh. He took it from them yeah, to make the weapons, yeah. and then okay, he okay, gave them okay. a bunch of scraps. He yeah. gave them a bunch of scraps, and he used it for his. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the inevitable question that everyone should be asking. Uh huh. John Mulaney brought it up first, or not first, but like. Most notably, why the fuck isn't a nuclear scientist slash astrophysicist slash mechanical engineer? Look, he's in the fucking he's in the fucking book as just the phone book as just scientist. I think he just has too many degrees. Okay, so why is this multi degreed bastard best friends with a teenager? Who doesn't even seem all that interested in science? Did you read the the newspaper in the background? Oh, shit. No? He lost his entire family fortune because of his crazy science. I have a theory. So, no, but that doesn't explain why he's friends with a teenager. I have a theory. So, my theory is, he used to be a professor at their school. Okay. He used to be tenured. But once he got on this crazy science warpath, we know multiple times throughout the series that Doc Brown has hit himself in the head. Mm-hmm. I think he was already a science, an overeducated scientist, hit his head one too many times, got a little too smart from the extra brain juice, and went, wow, I could just spend all of my money and time inventing shit. Fuck the school. Stopped showing up, got fired, made friends with this little freshman that was like, hey, your, your experiments are cool. I can, like, help if you want. And then when he quit, the kid was just like, I mean, do you still need extra help? Do you still need, do you, do you want some backup? I, my, I'm here to vibe. Yeah, I'm here to vibe. You're, 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 you're chill for an old dude. My theory, because if you look up where he lives, mm-hmm. you look how Marty enters the house and everything. I think as Marty gets in a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. yeah. he's a troublemaker. We've sure. all seen yeah. this. 
I have a feeling he he doesn't just get in trouble in school. He he's got a Ferris Bueller vibe. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's he's not. It's not that he gets in trouble. It's that his cockiness levels are at a degree that you would expect nothing but trouble. But in reality, it's just he's vibe energy. It, yeah. It's 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 a Percy <laughs> Jackson syndrome. He's what I'm trying to say is he he has this. Even if he doesn't do anything bad, he somehow gets in trouble for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Percy I, Jackson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get it. You stand. So uh, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, what if he started off as, hey, community service, help the elderly. Doc Brown that's is a good one too. elderly. Because he goes in and checks on him that morning. Okay. And he that's goes, fucking valid. That's valid, and but also the way he walks in. Oh, I'm sorry. But after his community service is over, he just goes, "Can I just chill? You're you cool know, as you fuck." Know, you know why? His home I, life is no, fucking shit. I think I know why. He made him the amp. Exactly. That's right. That's he right. made Marty the amp and went, "Hey man, listen, you can come over whenever the fuck you want to screw with this thing if you keep coming over and helping me with other shit." And Marty went fucking bet bitch can we like wait wait can we like mod it to be louder and doc went you think it can be louder (laughs) i love it because he even says please don't touch the amp i fucked up on something (laughs) and marty's like yeah i totally didn't come over here for the express purpose of fucking with the amp it's also already not too late also a side note vsauce did a video about um uh, the the series mm-hmm. Back to the Future and tested on a crash test dummy. Um, what would happen if you actually got hit by a noise machine loud enough to knock you backwards? Not only would you have eventually crushed your skull by the backwards force, you also would have shaved off whatever bones were left by how fast you would have been shot backwards, and also would have gone through the drywall. So. That he should thud. not have gotten back up. <laughs> so you're saying the the cold open. <laughs> the cold open. Marty should be dead. Marty should be dead. I'm not saying it. Science is saying it. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> like, full Trilogy stop. The should have ended right there. <laughs> back to the future. <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. I fucking hate this theory in every other context, but I've just brought, I've just made it, so we're we're just gonna spit it. Say it. What if the entire series, up until like after that point, the second he's blasted, every single point is just his dying breaths and what he's hallucinating as he dies. I love it. I love I love it so much. I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that thought process because it's a cop out, but like. In this specific scenario, he physically should be dead. Yeah. Okay. Back to the future. Okay, I'm done. Dying fever dream. Welcome to my welcome to my fucked up brain where I really like this show and have thought about it too much. <laughs> Just saying. But that's why I'm saying he's friends with a teenager. Yes. Okay. And honestly, I like the fact that, you know, you see all this mess up that that happens. After he uses the time machine. But when he gets shot, when Doc gets shot, mm-hmm. the way it looks, it looks like he already had the bulletproof vest on. So I think, in theory, it had happened before, but in a different sense. Marty hadn't fucked up as much. 
Okay. And then, of course, Marty fucks up. Because... He's so dumb in that scene. And he in just, just that scene, huh? Just that one scene. It's <laughs> the only one... time. Specifically, he's extra dumb. Okay, there you go. There are literal terrorists. He knows that these are literal terrorists. Mm-hmm. Had, he, they didn't see him. They didn't notice him. Had he just, like, stayed quiet, real quiet, shut the fuck up, crawled around the van so he wasn't, like, in line of sight anymore? No plot. Okay, so No you, movie. Now you can say he has Percy Jackson vibes. <laughs> now. Now would be the time to say it. You can say it now. He has Percy Jackson vibes. Because literally... That's half serious. In, ca- in case you haven't read the books, we're not gonna jump into it. That's nope. the, literally the but whole. But that's series. literally that's it. Don't don't open your mouth, Percy. Opens mouth. Fuck. There's plot. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. Fixed it. Done. Okay. Um, but yes. Now when he goes to the fifties. Uh, also, side note before before we jump straight into the fifties, can I just say yes? He is pure of heart, dumb of ass. Yes, he got their attention. Could he not have just taken two seconds to grab the fucking plutonium that Doc had just told him was pertinent for this thing to work? Just just grab one! Just one! Cancer is worth it! I know that plutonium is very dangerous. All you have to do is grab the thing. I don't care that he did... Wait, he still had the suit on. It doesn't matter. He still had the suit on. Okay, so 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 they make a big point of, oh, keep your helmets on because it's not safe yet. And then what does Doc do? Opens the case, the lead line case, to expose them to more radiation. Without his helmet Without on. the helmets on. Okay, so what you're saying is boomers are dumb and don't know how to medically treat themselves. Yeah. Or medically protect themselves. Would, would Doc be a boomer? I don't that think took he place would. in the fifties, and it's twenty twenty. Yeah, but he was old, old and gray at that point. Would it? In the eighties, yeah. so he would have been a boomer. In the eighties, he was old and gray. He's been gray since he was like five. He's Listen. been gray for a long fucking time. I'm just, I'm just curious now. I have. He to was go. also gray in the. Yeah, you're right. He was also gray in the fifties. He's just gray. He went he, gray early. Because then he goes to the future and goes, "Don't worry, I rejuvenated myself." And he's still gray. He still looks the same. Maybe he just likes the gray. I mean, it's not a bad look. Or maybe they just didn't have another wig for him. That's his hair. Well. that That's his hair. How old is Doc Brown? My face Here's is hot. information from Futurepedia fandom. He was born in 1931, my dude. That he was, wouldn't make him a boomer. That would make him part of the silent generation. All right, bitch is quiet. He needs to be updated on that fact. <laughs> he, someone needs to tell him he's Technically, to be Marty's quiet. parents are boomers. Technically, Marty's go. parents are boomers. Um, the reason they're called the silence generation is because they didn't really participate in uh, politics or have any yep. strong uh, religious beliefs. Fun fact of the evening. Did you know that up until a little bit before World War II, we didn't really have culture? No, we didn't really have generations. Yes. I don't know why I said culture. I'm so sorry. I was, was like, yes, that was we did. incorrect. <laughs> I am well Sir. Aware. My brain went, hey, we should reconsider what just came out of the mouth. I don't I don't know who cleared that, but. Yeah, that's just his hair. They teased it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he was less bald then, but. Ooh, young him. Ew. 
He's got a nose. He has just, a nose normally. Yeah, but it's just like keep, just keep him old. I prefer him old. He who he, the fuck is that? That's him. No, to the left. Red red background. To the left. That's red him. Red background. That's, that's <laughs> him. That's Christopher Lloyd with color. Dude, I forgot he, he looks, wasn't. He looks like if House and that one dude who played the guy in Osmosis Jones, the human. Oh. He looks like if they just went. <laughs> I don't like it. I forgot he was in um. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? He is not. I forgot. Yes, Hold he the is. Fuck up. He's the bad guy. <gasps> oh. You know, my mom let me watch that before she let me watch Jurassic Park. That's fucking dark. Yeah, I am aware. Shit. It was animated, so it was safe. Oh, but anime is different. <laughs> uh, mm, your mom is very interesting. Yeah. You know, my my mom let me watch Dick Tracy. He was in Dennis the Menace. Was he? Apparently. Who was, he in, who was he in Dennis the Menace? Dennis. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the mid-roll. Um, just going to pop in real quick to uh, apologize. We had a little bit of technical difficulty last week with the recording, uh, the actual like audio quality, and then also it didn't post. So there's that. Uh, we are on our normal schedule though. I'm so sorry. Welcome to 2021. Um, that was left in 2020. So yeah, there's that. Uh, I don't think we actually put out a hint this week. So unfortunately no one wins. But we will be putting out a hint for next week. Um, thank you to everyone who has been participating in the guessing games that we've been posting on our socials. And we hope to see more of you guys uh, in 2021. Uh, we officially passed 100 listens on anchor.fm. Uh, I think the day before New Year's of last year. So like December 30th, December 31st. So thank you everyone for sticking around with us. It's, we really appreciate it. We hope your 2021 is everything you hope it would be, and then a little extra on top. Have fun. Blood in, blood out Switch when I was bl- little. Switchblade Sam, apparently he was a villain. Oh, Ooh. okay. Oh, Leah Thompson was also in that. Huh. Anyway, I have a fun fact, if I'm allowed. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of people, myself included, up until a day or two ago, um, always said that Rick and Morty was a direct uh, spoof on Back to the Future. And it uh, a lot of people tie it to Back to the Future when they're looking at, like, you know, time travel stuff and how it, like, links up versus, um, like, other ways of traveling through space. Mm-hmm. Because uh, time travel and portal travel, which what they do is what they do in Rick and Morty, are similar to a point and can be theorized the, theorized on a similar similar plane, depending on how you view time travel as a possible thing. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty was actually, like, the, the characters, yes, they were ripped straight from it, okay? Yeah. Copy-paste. They were literally, the Justin Roiland- Can I copy Roland, your homework? Yeah, basically, Justin Roiland went, he, he made a show that did not age well about the Cosbys. <laughs> Or something like that. And, um, it was some popular sitcom family. 
Um, and then someone was like, hey, you can't do that. That's our show. Copyright claim. And this was back before anyone had rights on the internet. So he had to take it down. And he made Rick and uh, Doc and Maharty spelled very wrong. Yes. As like a call, as like a, a fuck you. But then he loved them so much, he wanted to make their own show. So they are based directly off of Doc and Marty from the original series. But the actual plot is based on Doctor Who. Yeah, that and tracks. it's based, but it, the the key difference is that it's a direct opposite take. Mm-hmm. Instead of being. I'm, I won't get too far into it, but it's it's a direct opposite. So a lot of people attribute their plot points to a lot of stuff about Back to the Future, but it's just um, um, Doctor Who. No, no, no. Aesthetics. Okay. It's it's just oh. character design. Yeah, because the the main point of Doctor Who is wacky high drinks, and you try to leave the place better than you found it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Rick and Morty, it's Chaos incarnate. It's optimism versus nihilism. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a whole there's a whole like deep dive that we could do into it, but I I just wanted to make that fun fact because a lot of people, a lot of people uh, directly attribute it to every like everything is mirrored right. to a point, but it's it's actually just that one thing. Neat. Yeah. Um, another fun fact: we recently had a huge jump. In the mathematics, the theoretical mathematics, sorry, um, for potentially creating wormholes and shit. Yeah! It's all theoretical, and we're still a very, very, very long way But you know actually... what? You know what else is theoretical? What's at the core of the earth? I don't so like what that. So what the fucking, what fucking matters? But, um, it was oh, a... You know what else is theoretical? Oh. How planes fly. We don't actually know. We have popular theories that are generally accepted as fact. We don't know. But we have science that does it. No, we have science that can theorize as correctly as possible, but we don't know. But they do it. Sure. Planes fly. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They just don't know how. There is no solid proof as to how. So it's it's the honeybee effect? Basically, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um... Welcome to Morty's Mind Blowers. I'm your host, Morty. Uh, thanks, I hate it. I have more. No. Um, but yeah, hypothetically, Star Trek 3030. Fun. Um, so, back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we were on the fact that Marty, Mm -hmm. I was about to call him Morty. Uh. (laughs) Marty um, does not grab the plutonium. I think it's more of the fact that he's a dumbass. Uh I think he's so filled with fear and shock and adrenaline that you're not thinking clearly at that point. That too. Marty Marty. just saw his best and only friend get shot. That's not his only fear. Uh, Well, yeah, he has bandmates, I guess. He has bandmates and a girlfriend. He's the opposite. He's he's posed as the opposite of his dad. Yep. So. When the author, sorry, when the um, when the main director and writer, or sorry, it was either the main director or writer. I can't remember. They're I the mean, they're the person. same person. Okay, cool. When the main director and writer um, was coming up with the plot of this movie, he didn't even necessarily seek out to do it. He was staying over at his parents' house and found a um, yearbook from his dad's, or from his dad, and was looking through it to see 
you know, what his dad was like in high school. Mm-hmm. And he found out that they were complete opposites. Oh. Like, when he, he was on the chess team, his dad was in, like, sports and stuff. And, like, all of these... They, he was in... He was in... Um, he was on in the um, the video team, and his dad was on debate team. Like, they were so complete opposites. He started wondering to himself, would I have even gotten along with my dad if we had met when we... Like, in a similar timeline. Probably we so, not, yeah. Yeah, we are so physically opposite. So would we have even been able to stand in the same room together? Mm-hmm. What would our relationship have been? So when he designed Marty and his dad, that was the goal, which is to make them as opposite as possible. So... His dad is the one with no friends. <laughs> yeah, his dad's the one with no friends. His dad doesn't stand up for himself. Like, they do have similarities in characters because... I mean, yeah, you see that in the diner scene where they're, like, holding their head mm. and, like... Not just that, the fact that it the scene that the dad goes, I write these stories, but I don't want people to see it because I can't take that kind of rejection. And it's a direct scene, parallel, yeah. It's three scenes earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I can't take that... This, same marty marty i'm sorry i've started something marty says the same shit to his girlfriend jennifer yeah Mm -hmm. um another fun fact about the movie uh they had to reshoot the majority of the first half of the movie um because they had a different actor playing marty it was supposed to be eric schultz oh okay i didn't um but then he he got booked for a different film (laughs) And was like, okay, bye. So, delving a little more into the actual movie, um, I really, something that I really liked, I know I said this about, like, the entire franchise, but especially in, in the movie, like, you get, the, the name kind of spoils what you're getting into, but I really, really, really like how the, um, the writers did such a good job organically blending hints for the rest of the movie in at the beginning. Yes. Like, of course, your your mom would wax poetic about how her and your dad met. And, like, such small little details of, like, you know... You see Biff and um, his dad's relationship. Yeah, you, you, see these, you see these small things throughout the entire movie that, like, the, the, the watchtower, it seems like just a bit that they're doing at first. Like, you don't know it's, how big of a deal it's going to be. Yes, I, I do like when films have, like, they're like... Here's our... It has a sprinkle of foreshadowing. They did not waste a single background character. No, they, they really didn't. didn't. No. Because, I mean, you even have the... The mayor. The mayor. mayor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make that much of an appearance. But the fact that they have him... And honestly, that's something that I did want to touch on. Because it makes a huge difference for it to be a black mayor in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, to to this day, we're still seeing uh, black people make such such I mean, huge things. Segregation so, was still happening in the north. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that in the eighties you had a black mayor was uh-huh. huge, and the fact that you, I, I, in, I like that they touched in different aspects of that segregation too, because yeah. in the town you really didn't. At first, you really didn't see black people in the mm-hmm. 50s. And if you did, you saw them doing the low-maintenance work. But the fact that they had a black band playing in an all-white school mm-hmm. is also a big Yeah, that's a big deal. Big I also, deal. I like that they had the bullies specifically not shy away from the inherent racism that would have been rampant in that time era. Like, 
They you you can you can signify those things without using you know trauma trauma mm-hmm. or the 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 um I forgot the letter um uh, the n word I tried to say the r word and that was not correct <laughs> the racist <I'm>, word <laughs> the racist word yeah but that that is valid though you can you can do those kind you can tell those kinds of stories without using um inherently negative stereotypes and just like you know calling cards right and i i like they did uh i'm not sure how bad of a word it is so i'm not going to say it but they did use a um slang term yeah a slur they did use a slur but it was not the bad one it wasn't the n-word yeah that thank you i'm i am bad at wording things today it was not the n-word uh, they and the, i like that they had the bullies do it because right. it it put those kinds of people in an automatic negative light. Yes. They have been the antagonists throughout the entire movie, and it's only right that they should also be in the wrong here, too. Right, and yeah. something like that would have definitely happened in yeah. the 50s. Because, I mean, you hear about those kind of stories, and as soon as it's no longer just one black guy sitting alone in his car, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, the whole band, they're like, oh, shit, and... I mean, it's the, I like the fact that they made it, they touched on the fact that in the 50s, this was an issue. Yeah. But you see how they, I like how they, they. The door. What was it? Okay, good, we stopped for you. Continue. I like how they, they also touched on how people have evolved and how we've progressed. We still have a lot of work to do, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it shows the progression that the society had done from the 50s to the 80s in having a black mayor. Yeah, that, and I also liked how um, the school itself showed, like, interstudent relationships, because in the 80s, we were just starting to get some of the early anti-bullying campaigns, mm-hmm. and you literally see the principal ignore George getting physically beaten in the hallway and he's all like oh you're a loser for getting beaten up mm-hmm. and i mean th- that's just on terrible administration mental welfare of students in america while not excellent even today was so much worse in the 50s oh yeah and it, it's really i mean we don't see a lot of the interactions with Mar marty okay yeah i was saying the right name <laughs> Jay started something. So- <laughs> Welcome to how I feel every episode. <laughs> Marty's. I think the only reason I can differentiate between them is because I've known Marty longer. That's fair. If we were doing a Rick and Morty episode, I would be slipping. <laughs> um, we don't see a lot of his interactions with his other classmates, his like modern classmates, mm-hmm. his you 80s really- class- classmates. You really don't. We, we see him get the tardy slip. We see him kind of interact with his bandmates, sort of. They play 30 seconds of a song, mm-hmm. and then they don't... He doesn't talk to them at all. I feel like... I, I, I feel like they were trying to cram a lot into that movie. Yeah. And I think if yeah. they were given a little more time, they would have been able to flesh out the connection. But I, I think especially back then, when, like, band culture was so, like, thriving... They would have had to at least hung out together to practice. Yeah. Right. Um, I do like the seeing the differences between 1950s Hill Valley, is it mm-hmm. called? And um, 1980s. Because mm-hmm. in the 1950s, you see this little pristine, clean town, beautiful. 
not really segregated or segregated you could see it i mean Uh, it had to be because it was the 50s Mm -hmm. but then you go into the 80s it's still a nice well his neighborhood's super disgusting yeah his neighborhood is not the best but you do start seeing that desegregation you see more oh yeah desegregation blending. more blending and the fact that they managed to do that in the background to show you the difference between the years yeah it's very interesting to it see is, it is possible to be conscious of race relations without shoving it down someone's throat and i feel like this film did a really good job of representing that mm-hmm. in a in a logical and easy to digest way especially for a film that was made in the 80s yeah yeah especially that yeah. is not something that most people around that time, and maybe even today, would even really think of. Yeah. I mean, how many movies have you seen where it's literally an all-white background yeah. character cast? Like, like, even in the crowds. <laughs> Jumanji. <clears throat> we don't have to get back on that, but... Yeah. No, um, but, like, I definitely agree this film took a lot of steps and a lot of... This cast really took a lot of decisions that Mm. today still makes it relevant yeah because even though you know it's placed in the 80s it still makes it relevant on the things that are happening did you look into how much it made in the box office and stuff i did and how much the um because i would love to know how much they spent behind the scenes even though it's not necessarily an animated movie they did do the they, had, they did do that. Oh, you know what? When they had those lightnings. I think I saw a thing. I think this is more specific to Back to Back to the Future too, because of all the futuristic stuff. But the series as a whole um, was like groundbreaking for all of movie making and animation. Well, they had a lot of CGI with the. Um, oh, hand. good or bad? Oh, really good. Oh. So holy shit, you guys! <laughs> the budget was nineteen million. Okay. okay, that's fair. Pretty yeah, standard. Yeah. Pretty standard for a movie of the time. The box office was three hundred eighty-eight point eight million. Jesus Christ, that is. They did good. <laughs> they did good. They yeah. funded so many movies off of this one movie. Who made it? Who? What was the studio? Universal. 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 Yeah, you know what? Um, they used to have a ride. Yes, they did. I, I got got to on ride it. Land. Are you fucking kidding? I got to ride it before they uh, took I'm it off. I'm so mad. I think they, I wrote it at some point. They took it out like in the early two mid two thousands. I'm so angry. Because I got to ride it in like two thousand five, I think. We had moved up to Georgia by then. I didn't get to go anywhere. Yeah. Was... There was there was an old ride in Disney that was about like one of their old space yep. films. That was like really fucking scary. Yeah. And it is, oh, and, and the monster escapes, and yep. you have this whole sensation of it breathing down your neck, and it's trying to kill you. Yep. I was real little, <laughs> and I came off that ride crying. I'm, and oh, sorry. No, you're good. I'm 88 percent sure that they uh, ripped it down and reskinned it as Lilo and Stitch the ride. That's that's what they did. And I didn't get to ride it either. I am a very bitter person for two reasons and two reasons only. I was I was very little when I wrote it, and I came off the ride crying, and one of the cast members was like, "Oh, was that really scary for you?" And I looked up at them and went <laughs> and hid behind my mom's leg. No, the the Back to the Future, if I'm not mistaken, got replaced with the Transformer one. Yeah, the Transform. Yes, the okay. Transformer ride. Transformer ride is solid. 
not great. Okay. We're if very we're off topic. About, I mean, yeah. We're really oh. vaguely off topic. No, but um, a cool fact about my life, I got to be in one of those revamped DeLoreans um, in 2018. They had one of them at Dragon Con, and you could get in it for like a $5 cost. Why didn't you say anything? We were friends then. Wasn't that the year that we went to fucking Dragon Con together? Or was that 2019? No, that was 2019. 2019. <laughs> you got Southern. You got real <laughs> Southern all of a sudden. Y'all, I... Look, I might have been born in California, but I was raised in the South. Um, hello, I would like my friend back, please. Dude, I say y'all all the time. What are you talking about? I don't know what about? you're talking about. We talk like this every fucking day. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to go. Sam, you know where we live, right? Ah! <laughs> we just talk like this. Where are you going? <laughs> sorry, I don't know where this Southern came out of. But no, this, we were friends. This was, no, actually it was 17, because this was the year you were still oh. in college. Oh. You know what? Yeah, because, okay, wait. We had just started hanging out. You're right. You're right. I was trying to figure something else out. I was, yeah, I was I was thinking about relevant things. I think the one thing that I wasn't a huge fan of after the time skip, after, like, so, and I say time skip, quote unquote, what I mean is when he goes, when he comes back from being back in time. Mm-hmm. I'm calling that a time skip because everything changed and we got no context on what it changed, aside from the fact that we knew something had changed overnight. The neighborhood's nicer. Mm, let me, can say anything? Okay. I don't like that his parents still live in the exact same house because one family doing better off is not going to fix the entire neighborhood that's fair i like if that neighborhood was known for being a little run down a little a little on the cheaper side one family suddenly doing better than all of the others is not going to fix that whole street they changed it like because the way it was promoted was, like, it's going to be a really nice neighborhood with, like, an HOA and, like, I get all that. of these fancy things. So, I think in the future, because this, the neighborhood builds off of the people who move into it. Right, and what I'm saying is I don't think they ever would have moved in there. Because one, one, fa- let me rephrase. Let's say you are living in living in Atlanta and you're looking to move to a city. You can either move to Canton you can either move to Marietta or you can move to Smyrna. Okay? Canton, if you have a lot of money, Canton's off the table. It's Shitsville. They have some really big houses, but like nothing else. Yeah, you would, If you have money, you're not going to move to Canton on if purpose. If anything, you'll move to Ballgram. Yeah, if anything. And that's still not Canton. Or Dunwoody. Or, yeah. So out of the three options, Canton's off the table immediately. Smyrna's off the table. Yeah. So Marietta would be your best so bet. So Marietta would be your best bet. Mm-hmm. My point is, if when they were looking for houses, j- the fact that if I have gone from income A to income B, and income B is higher, mm-hmm. that means that everything that I could afford at income A, I don't want to live there anymore. I've got more money. Right. So if th- everyone who existed before them still moved into those houses, mm-hmm. everyone who existed before them still made the 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 not no everyone who existed before them moved there because the housing was cheap and that's why they moved there that's why they were there to begin with right it, the house would the, have not changed that the house would have been owned by someone else i think that would have been funnier too right well i think I, if you actually notice and i think they didn't touch on doc's house but the way that doc reacts 
first of all, the name of the mall changed. And again, yeah. that had to do with the yeah, yeah, yeah. the accident. But also the way the dot dock acts and everything like that. Um, the town is cleaner. When he comes back, the town is cleaner than when he left. Right. Because okay. So I think it it didn't just start it. It his dad like doing what he did with his dad. His dad standing up, I think, did a chain reaction because it's the Biff rule. It's the Biff rule. Okay. Because Biff at that time was literally controlling every, not everything he could. He in, didn't in every in every idolation of this fucking franchise, and I'm saying that with a little bit of annoyance because There's it no, gets repetitive yeah. at, at a, after a certain point. Biff, in some way, shape, or form, is always the bad guy, and I can see that. You are, I, I agree. Him being in charge always ends in chaos or at least disarray, and I feel like this one landed in disarray. So. That is very fair. Yeah, because I think the way the neighborhood is set up, it's... Biff is this, I have money, so I'm going to knock everybody else down. In the original Original timeline. Mm -hmm. Then Biff gets knocked down, so it's not... I feel like it would be where the rest of the teenagers would Mm -hmm. see, okay, so you're not that tough. The skinny fragile nobody can think everybody pushover can push you down everybody else can push you down and we step up my one complaint about the like future time the the, the new timeline uh-huh. is when george the the dad um the package comes and they go oh your first novel it's not his first novel. It couldn't have been his first novel. No. Maybe his first... Well, now, hold on. I will give it this. Maybe it's his first novel that he hasn't published under an author's name. Maybe. It, they, they could... I agree. They could have posed it in a way that made more narrative sense. Because he's so old and they're so comfortable in their lifestyle. It could not have been his first But book. it's... He has three almost grown children. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way. No, and then and then if you look at the... This is ringing in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Because this is the only part that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. In the second film, the dad dies in 1973. Okay. Right? But it says, known author shot. Which means, if his first book came out in 1985... How the fuck was he an author in 1973? Well, now, now hold on. Was that a, was that in the alternate timeline that Evil Biff that, that Biff made? Because in that case, he got shot. Bef- <laughs> because then, when the news when they fix the timeline, the newspaper said newspaper yeah. says author receives award. Yeah. So it, if 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 his first book came out in the 80s and he got shot in the 70s, there's no way for him to have been, been a ghostwriter or to have his first book published in. My only, the only hypothetical I could think is that he published an anthology of short stories, a short sci-fi. But it's still a book. But it's not a novel. But it's an author. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, because they say, oh, George, your first novel. Okay. Maybe. There's, or he wrote, like, TV specials? There's a myriad of ways they could have posed it. I I would have appreciated more fleshing out for sure. Especially if it was going to be a running thing and they were going to bring it up again. For, for how continuity-focused the series is, it's weird for them to have kind of missed that. Because, um, like, it, it feels it feels weird. I wonder if it was his first novel based on his experience. 
because Maybe. if you if you look at the cover, it's, it's technically it's, the the, it's it's Marty. I I would love to know what he renamed everything. I would love to know if he noticed like Planet Vulcan. You made that. You you stole that from TV. No, I did. <laughs> How could I have? No, but <laughs> and no, no. Hold he's on, his on, name on, was Darth Vader. Hmm. Oh, I need to do. I need to do a little googling. It was old, dude. When did Star Wars came out in uh, Star Trek? Star Trek was, I think, like it was sixties. Yeah, sixties. Oh, okay. And then yeah. I know. I think the first Star Wars came out in the late seventies, early. Yes. Yeah, yeah, seven... So he would have known. Right. You're right. But I knew Star Trek was earlier than Star Wars. Oh yeah. Which is, I didn't. I didn't. Remember. It wasn't fifties, so he wouldn't have known immediately. But it's it's. I wonder what he renamed everything because even at that point, it's a licensing issue. Yeah. Because like I feel like well, maybe that might... maybe that was the issue. That's <laughs> he was like, he... I made this book. It's about a real a real thing that happened. Dude, we know you're lying. That's not real. See, but what if he like misremembered it in like the fever dream panic of like getting woken up by Van Halen or whatever it was, and like Edward Van Halen. And just like seeing a dude in a radiation suit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's I mean, because like Vulcan, Vulcan, Vulca- like there's Vul- so many. They could he could have you know double, but like at the same time, if that happened to you, you would remember. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I was there, just trying to. No, you, there, there's two ways that that could have gone, and for it, I would pose that he would have to remember verbatim because he wrote a book about it later. That's yep. fair. He had to have been thinking about it. He got that suit down nigh perfect. You're right. You're right. I was no, just... no. You're good. I, I'm, I'm not attacking. I just hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a it's, weird. it's one of those little continuity issues that yeah. we will never know what happened there. Um, but the world may never know. With the fifties, I gotta admit, I thought they did a very good job representing the fifties. Yeah. That f- I I know you didn't like the feminine sexist feminine thing that they no you you had a thought earlier about it and now i'm feel like i'm i did not i don't like how they used sexual assault as a plot point well yeah i mm, it's it's one of those things you know how like you can recognize that a character is flawed and bad and shouldn't be celebrated but also but also like acknowledge that they stood for something kind of feel like it's not that i think that that is a good way to have told the story i don't like how often it was used as a plot point because his mom was essentially victimized at least at least by her future husband twice yeah no i'm no i don't i i know but like i'm saying like you you peeping tom is not right okay and what happened with biff was not right but those kinds of things happened and they were seen as normal for a long time and the fact that the movie even acknowledged very blatantly it. said this is not, they they used it in the same the way films, yeah to the yeah to the film's credit they used it in a very negative connotation yeah. they were like this is very clearly a bad thing that people yeah. in shouldn't the same ways, do in the same way as the race topic from before it they use if they had to use it i feel like they used it in an in an acceptable way they it was did. the bad guy doing it he had a punishment for it i think it should have been more 
Oh, no. Definitely. I, I think... I just think it's weird how Marty, her son, mm-hmm. his plan is to be like, oh, girls don't like it when you, you know, make moves on them. And they don't want moves to be but made. He, you could tell made. he was very uncomfortable with the the idea, but he also understood it's that just, this. It's weird. Okay, well now, I will I will say this one thing: if you were a teenage boy who's who got shut who got shot back into time, and your <laughs> only chance of continuing to breathe. Was to get your dad to fuck your mom on that specific night, okay? If that was the only thing that was gonna keep your brain functional, you gotta pull out all the stops. I, it's just, I'm I, not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying it's weird. It is weird, but, but if you put yourself in his shoes, it is a logical jump. He's and, trying to think of the only way to to get her to realize he's not a good guy. He's not looking out for the best for her, and. He, he now has a way to set up his father as the hero. It's, it, it is a logical next step, wildly shitty one. And not just that, he you can tell his discomfort with yeah. the whole situation. Right. I mean, yeah, it, Marty's like, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> if like, the, any, le- the level of not okay I am with this plan almost outweighs and, my ability to continue to breathe after it. <laughs> and honestly, he was... It, it also, I think, if you think of it in another point of view, at least he's not trying to set up his mom to actually be with someone that would harm her. Because mm-hmm. she could have been like, go with Biff. Because he knows Biff was up to no good. Mm-hmm. Right. If if anything, the fact that Marty decided to come up with this plan, he also was looking out for her safety. Mm-hmm. Because putting her in that situation with any other person would not have made sure she was okay. Yeah, because he, he, like, if you think about it, he knows that his main goal in doing this is to get her with his dad. Mm -hmm. He has no other ulterior motives. He doesn't even want to be there. And I think when you watch that scene, the fact that he physically cannot make a move on her shows that he never could have carried that out to begin with. It was desperation. Right. But, like, the, the, I lost my train of thought. Oh, no, come back. Please. I had a. I was going somewhere nice. <laughs> um, the way they executed that whole scene, I think, was done very tastefully. And I think yeah. it, it goes back to the whole parallels that we we see in, like, the pre-time, post-timeline, and then after-timeline. Because mm-hmm. uh, Lorraine makes the comment of, like, Marty, I don't like that girl. Any girl who calls a boy is looking for trouble or, or something like that. How, however... And, and she it, also makes a stink about how the, the, the girl asked the boy out. But I would like to note that when she goes to find Marty to, to, to get him to go to the dance with her, he does not, she does not say, will you go to the dance with me? She says, I came here to see if you would ask me to the dance. Right. So, like, she's not incorrect. <laughs> you... You have, in fact, twisted your words to pose it so that you are technically not the one asking the question. However, you did initiate the contact, which is basically asking the question. Right, and she does call Marty later. Yeah. She's yeah. all like, oh, hello, Marty. I'm so in love with you. Hi. That's, I do not under The straights are fucking weird, y'all. I, are y'all okay? Do okay. you need someone? You need some milk. She had that whole... Um... What is it called? Syndrome? Nightingale. Nightingale yeah. syndrome, yeah. 
So she had the whole Nightingale syndrome the whole fucking time. She's also super repressed. In every way. Yeah. In well, every way. It was... It, I, I don't know. That... Isn't he a dreamboat? Every two minutes. I can't roll my eyes that hard again. Please don't ever do that again. That actually kind of hurt. <laughs> no, but... um. So you, I think it's very interesting to see the 50s in that aspect. I, I like how they played the 50s. They didn't just give you this romanticized 50s. They yeah. played the good, the bad, the ugly. The, they played everything. Yeah, they did, they did the racial tension in a way that it was light enough to maintain the tone of the film. Mm-hmm. While still uh, paying homage to the time period and the, the, uh, reality. the reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the inherent sexism. I yes. mean, look, there's a reason that a lot of the people in Congress and the Senate still think that women don't have reproductive rights. Like, they grew up in that time. They grew up in a time where, to them, women were just kind of there for them and nothing else. Yep. So, like, it, it's... They did pay homage to that while still setting up a good narrative and allowing the aggressors to get what was coming to them yeah um but one other complaint that i have is that there's the implication of during during the band scene during the band scene um they're like oh play us one more song and it implies that a white guy wrote johnny be good no, I understand where you're coming from. Go ahead, finish your thought. I'll say the thing. Which is a problem from the era because mm-hmm. a lot of the really famous song songs that we know from the era and from very famous artists, I can't. I should have done more research. But Elvis Presley um, did it to one of them. Elvis Presley is yes. Um, I think I've a got... few of his songs yeah um, were stolen from black artists mm-hmm. and. Now, the one thing I will say, I I see where you're coming from, and I would not argue the actual fact. However, I, I do think it's important to note that in the film, he does not take credit for it. That's fair. And to him, he He's, is performing a song that he knows. He says, this is an oldie. And the fact that the film played homage to the actual creator, because mm-hmm. he picks up the phone and, and they... calls the actual creator. He goes, hey, cu- it's your cousin, mm-hmm. Marvin. Chuck, listen to this. And it's Chuck Berry. Yeah, I think I think that specific inclusion was an attempt to be like, hey, that's not what we're trying to do. Sure. And I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to argue about it, because I can totally see where that side comes from. I, I don't. I, I just think it could have been done a little more tastefully, a, a little more. I okay. I would have. It would have been nice if instead of having like they could have tweaked it a little bit so that um, he could have asked the ba- one of the, the main band guy if he knew this song, and he could have been like, actually, yeah, that's something really similar to what I've been working on. How do you know all of that? But, and then have him sing the vocals while um, Marty that- slams the guitar. That couldn't have been done, though, because the whole aspect was that Marv, uh, Chuck Berry, uh-huh. the original author, he, I think what they did, I think the way they did it 
Mm-hmm. I, I understand where you're coming from. The whole implies that it was a white man writing it. Right. But the way that Marty introduces the song, mm-hmm. I think it's what saves it from that. Yeah. I, I think I think all we're talking about right now is like how we could have tweaked it to be a little more... Uh, leaning a little harder into it, I guess, is what I mean. Because the reason I say that you couldn't even have the main guitarist sing the song is because technically the song hadn't been written yet that's what i'm saying he could have said he was working on it but he it wasn't his it was his cousins who's on the other end okay so like no that's what i'm saying get rid of that plot point now so make him have chuck be there yeah chuck Berry. yeah it's, it's all semantics really just make make the main guy and he hurt his hand so he can't play the guitar but the second, the second he, because the second Marty gets on stage, he starts like explaining how to play this song. He's like, blah, 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 blah. And the second that guitar starts going, if, if we tweaked it this way, he will immediately go and kind of, you know, shoo him off to the side when he starts to go to the mic and then he can start singing it. Just be like, kind of eyeing him. Like, how the fuck did you know this? Yeah. And so that okay. entire scene where he like, at the, like, where he's like, I think I found your new thing could have gotten rid of all of that and they could have just had a bit of a powwow while the rest of the band was going and he's shredding the guitar he could have just been like how did you know this song i haven't told anyone about this okay just just as a very small tweak but it i i i can see both sides right i don't think they did it badly i don't want to say that i think for the 80s and the the, because it's a very short little moment and and we're i'm i'm Pulling at hair, I'm pulling at hairs, um, or splitting hairs. I'm splitting hairs here, but um, hypothetically, in an, a more ideal world, I would have liked to see a little more heavy-handedness with the whole. I guess the the reason I'm thinking it up like a little bit different than you guys mm-hmm. is because at this point, I think Chuck Berry was starting to get famous, so he wouldn't be playing a high school dance. I mean, Maybe sure, but like okay. it's a movie about time travel. Also, we have touched on the fact that uh, because of, you know, segregation and stuff and the, like, the time period, it would have been, it, it, it would have been plausible for okay. them to have gotten okay. a better known black band rather than some, some random ran- band. It, it, it would have been more plausible for okay. them to at least have a headline name of some kind. I don't know. That's, that's my, I can well, see both I mean, sides. Because, like, James Brown, when he was doing his come-up and starting to get a little more notoriety, he was still playing, like, churches and dance halls and, like, yeah. kind of common locations. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what you're you definitely do. right. I mean, yeah, that's what you have to do. That's yeah. that's how you do it. No, um, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's something that... I, I in the, but this is just, you know... Yeah, we, we, have, we, have, we have spoken on it. Yeah, we have a we have slightly tweaked opinions on it, which is valid, and we I don't mean, have uh, to change our opinions. I think I, I see your point, though. I see if it was done a little bit differently, it wouldn't feel like Marty was the one that inspired yeah. the song. Yes, and then Marty then goes into a whole Van Halen thing, and they're like, "What the fuck? The fuck is you?" <laughs> Who you is. <laughs> Who, Who you be. I like how at the very end his mom came up to him and was like, that was very interesting Inter- music. Interesting music. The pause was so well placed and such a cut. And he just went, 
thanks. <laughs> like, I don't give two shits what th- what, sh- what uh, shade you're throwing. I know. I feel great. He's like, I played on stage in front of a whole group of people. Oh, yeah. And they didn't leave. <laughs> and they exactly. didn't leave. It, I mean, I thought it was... Oh, it no, was no, no, no. It was scene, such yes. a good scene. It I, was a I, good I re- scene. I really mm-hmm. enjoy that scene. I'm not hating on it. I'm, st- I'm just splitting I'm hairs. I'm still very impressed that... I think the reason also, movie-wise, they did it is because um, Michael J. Fox, actually, before getting the role, was learning how to play Johnny B. Good. Oh, <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I I would have liked... Uh, sorry. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more... Um, kind of confusion from the parents once he came back. Because they would have recognized him. They would have immediately, the second he puts on the fucking uh, little, little poofy thing, it, it's they, they made such a point at the beginning of the movie to, to point out that it stood out in the 50s that the second their kid came home with one, they would have been like, uh, that's <laughs> just like that thing I saw. And it's weird. You look just like him too now that I'm thinking about it. I don't have a yearbook picture, but... We both agree you look like him, and even Biff would be like, why does it look like I've punched your face before? <laughs> I've definitely fought with you before. Who the, who oh, you is, really, who you be. The way they, the way the parents act after the whole thing, they act like Marty was never there. Kind of. I feel like they act more like the way that he's acting doesn't fit in. That was more of the vibe I got. They were like, it's not, it's not that they, it's not that they acted like he didn't, it, he, he wasn't there. It was more like, it was more like, you normally, it's like if you, if you woke up every single morning, brushed your, brushed your teeth, got a bowl of cereal, sat down and ate breakfast while listening to a podcast. If one morning you came upstairs, still in your clothes from the night before, looking around all confused, touching the walls, looking yeah, at your he's, family. He said us like. He's like, and then and then you just look at you look at every member of your family and go, is that you? To some degree, they're all gonna treat you like a little bit of an alien. Like they're like, hey, bud, you good? You had a crisis? You, were you drinking? It's okay if you were, but like, no, well, what I mean is like uh, the parents, the way they they re sort of because they talk about the the history, they touch on their past. And the way they touch on that past, it sounds like Marty was never in the past. Okay. Mm. Okay. Hold on. Like, Hold on. Like they remember it, but they don't remember. Okay. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a fucking thing. The butterfly effect? No. no. Oh, there's a fucking. Oh, I can't remember what it's. It's a fucking. Sh- Is it a show? Can I, can I say this while you think about yes. it? Okay, so there is a uh, time travel theory called the bootstrap theory. And the essential idea of it is that in order to... Uh, so you go into time travel point A, you go back or forward, whatever you want, and then you come back in point B. And if you don't do anything to stop your point A self from going through it, you will create a time loop in which you constantly go through the motions of going back in time and never leave that loop. Your point A and B self will always be in constant circulation with one another, and you will technically never leave it while not really being aware of it, uh, because you physically can't move past that point. However, the bootstrap theory is, if you can stop yourself after completing the first loop from making the second, you will free yourself. 
thus essentially making it like you never went to the past, but your effects stay. Because you're not constantly going back. I, I, it's a very confusing theory. I tried to read as much as I could on it. I am not, I am not well-versed. Well, he never really official. stopped himself from going. That's what I'm saying. If, if he, fi- if, mm, rephrase, if maybe he didn't, but if Doc knew that this was a thing. and had, he would. And had put precautions in the car to Junior, account- you're just fucking terrifying. I'm sorry. I just see the door slowly open. I was, I was about in. to yeet. You can come in. The cough drops. There was something about bootstrap theory that I was saying, but a distraction has happened and now it's gone. I hope that you can put it together for yourself, whatever it was. But there was something that I remember seeing that I can't remember where I saw it. It's, I'm losing thought. I don't know if it was an anime or if it was a movie. Okay. Is it relevant? Yes, because it, what the way that it. She's trying to remember it earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. The way it worked is the person traveled back in time when they returned even though they made changes to the past. Was it erased? They were erased. The parents forgot that they were there. Oh. She went. No, but I feel like I feel like that's definitely happened in media before. Like time travel shenanigans happen, you come back and your family doesn't know that you're It was you. That you existed, that you're part of the family anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be willing to agree if that picture had loaded differently at the end. Okay. I also feel like it, it should have, because their personalities yeah. were so different. Also, like, allow me to pose this real quick. Um, we're going to be getting into some genetics and reproductive facts for a moment. Um, just because your parents have gotten back on the proper track to potentially lead to your conception does not mean that it is guaranteed because the only reason that any of us are here is because we won the race of life and there is literally nothing stopping another little dude from out swimming you at the very beginning and still erasing you yeah no i think that obviously there was a lot of um issues with that yeah i guess what i mean is there's a lot of there's a lot of um assumption in that just by fixing this one thing, everything's okay. But the butterfly effect means a super small thing will fuck up a lot of things. And there is a small chance that just by being there and screwing stuff up a little bit, maybe his dad didn't go over to her house the day that, you know, something was supposed to happen. It was actually the day later, thus leaving their older brother in a napkin. I'm just. I, I said it was. I said it was going to be kind of ew. I know. Like no, 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 I, I, I did. I prefaced, but it's it's a valid fact. The fact that their entire relationship has been shaken from the core means that everything leading up is a little different. Also, and all yeah. it ta- that's all it takes. No, that's fair. And like, if they were theoretically happy, they might have also had more kids or less or less. Yeah. So, but that would have eliminated. Marty, mm-hmm. our main character, because he's the youngest. So yeah, they wouldn't have done that. Or maybe they um, only had one way later. Yeah, I, yeah. That the it, fact it, it raises a lot of points. Yes, it does. Um, 
And it also seems like they're coming in from the tennis court in their backyard. I think yeah. they came in through the back door. I don't think they had a tennis court in the backyard. Okay. Um. Still weird, though. It, it, no, I agree. It's not the most normal way to come into the house. But, but again, the budget was also $19 million. Yeah, that also explains why they didn't move house. I get it. I'm not... I, I'm not, like, asking for the world. I, I, I understand why. It's just... Yeah. Some things just don't make sense. Something, or rather, some things would have made more sense if done a different way. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So, in closing conclusion, because I think we went super mm-hmm. psychotic, off the rails, crazy. I mean, speaking of super psychotic, crazy, off the rails, um, the fandom... Oof. If we're going to be starting closing shit, um, the fandom was always feral, will always continue to be feral, yeah, the fandom's and feral. has not cooled down from day zero. Which is and terrifying. For, which is terrifying for such an old franchise, and also taking into the fact that one, coronavirus, mm-hmm. we're all watching more stuff, especially like younger people who maybe have just kind of heard about it through pop culture. There were a lot of reviews on Rotten Tomatoes that we saw today that were from this year. This month. Yeah. And they were all like, four and a half star, five star, five star, five star, four and a half star. Yeah. Like, for it to have held up for so long and to continue to not just be a cult classic, but a cultural icon, it is both at the same time. The fandom is well and thriving. There are still cosplayers to this day. Mm-hmm. There are tons of enthusiasts who are literally buying the DeLoreans to the point where they are worth more now than they have ever been, and that's including inflation. Yeah. Uh, just for being duked out mm-hmm. in all of all of the, you know, Back to the Future stuff. The, those flux capacitors be fluxing. The, I mean, the cosplayers mm-hmm. to this day have not stopped. Yeah. Literally. And the, the fact that on the... Um, on the day that they were supposed to, you know, come back to the future, um, back in 2015, they came out with the shoes that are supposed to self-lace. Mm-hmm. And granted, they were a limited release, but, like, the fact, the, the sheer fact that, that Nike, Nike took the time to make painstakingly recreate a complete <sighs> replica from TV, from top to bottom, mm-hmm. To work identically the same. That is a lot of dedication. And I actually, I watched a short thing on it. They had, they were, they have been, had been in the works since 2012. Shit. Yeah, but the issue was in 2012, the batteries were not small enough to fit in the shoe. So the shoes were operating on a wall circuit or on on a wall plug. So they literally had all the mechanics down, everything done. They were just waiting for batteries to get smaller. And now they are. Yeah. And they also, fun fact, have a version of the lace, of the, uh, um... Self-lacing Self-lacing shoes that are for retail that you can buy online that are not movie accurate, but they work the same way with the same technology. Neat. Yeah. And it's really cool for, like, disabilities and stuff. No, they did, they did a lot of, they, I, what I thought was really cool was the fact that they, for the anniversary of the 2015 like it was a huge thing. I remember everybody's like, "Oh, what are you doing that day?" Because it's mm-hmm. it's the Back to the Future day. You yeah. might see Doc, and it was you know. This... I guess I was living under a rock because I was working at Starbucks, and every fucking time someone came into my store, I was like, "Are you dressed up though? Are are you dressed up though?" Yeah. I, I tried to get my manager to let us wear like 
um, Back to the Future theme stuff, and he was like, let me see if the district manager will let us do it. And she said no, so. Why ask the district? Fuck you, lady. Yeah, because if we're out of dress code, he can get in trouble. Yeah. And with the store that I worked at, it was a very real possibility that she could have just come in for shits and giggles. Oh, okay, uh, okay. We no, were the but... only cafe store in district. That's a big deal. Okay. The, they, um, <clears throat> but it, I think it was, I mean, to this day, this fandom is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, in a good way. Like, yeah. I, I will say this, usually in my trapezing of fandoms, I find a little bit of Rule 63 somewhere. Is that the right rule? 34? Rule, I'm sorry. There's a lot of rules. What is Rule 63. I don't know. Well, it's not the rule I was thinking. I usually find a little bit of Rule 34 somewhere. And you know what? It's probably out there. We're not finding it. I didn't see it, though. And I I didn't stumble across it. Which is weird, because usually that's one of the... Not first things, but once you get to that point... Yeah, for a a media franchise that is so big, it is so weird to have not seen anything. Yeah. I'm just saying it's fucking weird. Uh, but like, yeah, I know, um, and we were talking about this earlier, like at DragonCon every year, there's a whole team that shows up. Don't they, did they also do the Mythbusters van? They did it last year, I think. Yeah. Like pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, so 2019. The, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, they do, they did, they recreated the DeLorean as movie, movie actor, but they also had the hoverboard. The shoes. Yes. And that was, I, I don't think they were the self-lacing ones. I think they were, like, fan-made. Fan they were fan-made. They had the jacket. Mm-hmm. They had, inside the car, they had the the um, almanac. Oh, neat, neat. Yeah, so. they, they had every single thing. And just, and I, I know I walked past it. Because Joey and I went that year and we kind of, you know, idled around. Um, I know I walked past it. I think I still have the picture. I didn't go in it. But there was, every time I walked past them in the dealer's room, there was never not a small crowd. Oh, no. There was if a not a big crowd. Line. Like, there was, there was always a, there was always a, a sizable group there. crowd. Yeah, yeah, there was always a group there looking, watching, ooing and awing. There was never a shortage. Versus when they brought the, they also, I don't know if it was the same people. I keep saying they. Someone else had a mystery machine. And yes, it's also cool. It's also, it was also very accurate. They had a bunch of, like, cutouts and stuff. There was... Just, there was the same amount of detail put into it, but there was not ever the same size of crowd. Right. And they had a similar-ish run, you know? Right. Were so. they in a similar location? Yeah. In the back. All, all of the prop shit goes yeah. in the back. Sure. Near the food trucks. Yep. Hi, I got a cons too much. Okay, that's all I have about the fandom. Um, I mean, if you want to go check it out, I give this fandom, honestly, an A+. a plus. I, They're so civil, too. Like, they're so civil. Like, there's, I, I don't, I really didn't find a single thing to, like, negate. It's, honestly, at this point, it's mostly nerds and, like, good nerds. So, like, people who are scientifically looking at shit, people who are taking real-world science and applying it to the movies Yeah, they're the trying to way. make, recreate the things in a real-life yeah. capacity. Or cosplayers doing what they do. Uh, you know, uh, prop artists doing what they do. I, I really didn't find an instance of the fandom being necessarily crazy or negative it was really just no i saw awesome. a lot of like christmas edits of like oh back to the future is a christmas movie aha and i was like i don't get it but sure do what you want i do, guess uh, you seem wholesome enough <laughs> as far as no. fandom stuff goes i can't okay. find the picture 
That's okay. Give me a second before we move on. I actually didn't look at one specific thing that might be important to look at. Okay. Hello, folks at home. I might have to eat my words. Give me a second. Okay, so I'm going to have to edit my words. Mm -hmm. Oh, you went into AO3. I have to. I forgot to do this part. I'm so sorry. The most popular tagged ship for the franchise with 135 hits is exactly what you think it is. So don't go to AO3 unless you're into that. Well, they're not related. So it's not as weird. Doc and but Ma like, Marty? Yeah. They're not related. So it's not as weird as it could be. Yeah. Marty's a little young, but like, isn't he like almost 18? He has a license. Okay. 17 is cringe. It, it has its own issues, but it's not Rick X Morty bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I've seen it. Don't you were not, we don't it. have to go there. It's fine. I'm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it, that, that is one thing to just keep in mind, I guess. That I, In that case, I'm going to have to bump the fandom score down to a B. Like, unfortunately, that is a, no, no. I keep thinking that it, that's his grandson. This is the part that I'm fucking, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bump it down to a B plus. I'm just going to to bring this up again. We we just established Doc is or Marty is 17, yeah. Mm -hmm. In 1955, he's 71. That's so B minus. That's mm. again. It could be weirder. I'm not saying that it's right, but I have seen worse in my travels. So it, it went down a full letter grade. Yeah, full. No, no, I was no. gonna give. I was gonna give them an A plus because all I saw was creative shit. Well, just yep, B. I'm, I'm B minus. B minus. Unfortunately, you lost some uh, lost some points for being thirsty motherfuckers. So yep. think about your actions. <laughs> Go to church. So, besides the fandom. I, yeah, it's not good. I scrolled to see. Uh, B minus, solid B minus. Okay. Are we ranging into the C area? Not or? yet. But I swear to God, if I see art, I will retroactively lower the score. Okay. I haven't seen art. I'm scared, so I'm going to mm -hmm. just try to end it there, That's Jay. fine. We're I'm sorry. No, we're ending it. It's fine. I <laughs> I, just I want to be thorough with my with my fandom shit, and I want no, to make yeah. sure that I'm telling the truth. You scared Jay. Congratulations. You mean you scared Myra? No. no I'm not scared. You sounded scared. I'm scared. Myra's scared. I mean, I'm putting on a bit of a scared tone. I've seen worse. I've said that multiple times. That's fair. You were in the Homestuck fandom. That's yeah. not as bad. Okay. Court is in session. Yeah. The court is in session. Votes. I would say sure. Um, you you looked at me. No, 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 no. That time I was looking at you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you. I would say sure. Fun movie. Aged well. Um... There weren't any like super period datey jokes like mm. oh that's obviously a a pop culture joke that you wouldn't get unless you were in the eighties kind of vibe yeah um aged well for sci-fi even though it's the only sci-fi thing is the mechanic that gets the plot going but you know it was fun. I'm going to give this the yesest of yeses, 10 out of 10. Um, it is a good movie that is timeless. Uh, even if you're not a big fan of the rest of the movies in the franchise, which I, 
we'll get into. Um, I feel like it's still a good kickoff point. It's uh, it's it's a really it's a really good story all around, and even now, like forty years later, it it was released in eighties. I think it was eighty five. Was it eighty five? Almost forty years later. Oh, I still have the Wikipedia page. Eighty five. Cool. Almost forty years later. I can't do that math fast. I'm not smart. Um, almost 40 years later, like, it still 35. holds up. Thank you. I, almost 40, yeah, you're right. Sure. Five more years and... Uh, t- well, did you count 21? Because in, um... This will be 21, so... This... Literally a day in, a day and an hour, it's gonna be 2021. So... So... Okay, but that, that this is, is airing mild. in 21. Yeah, this is airing in 2021. We are literally futuring right now. Okay, but that's not from when the release date happened. For a year, yeah, no, it's gonna be in summer. Have we ever looked at the date of the month? Are you just not wanting to say thirty (laughs) six? Because it's a bad number. Okay, whatever. I don't know why thirty six is. It just is. Almost forty. Anyway, uh, almost forty years later, it still holds up as a film in almost every way. It's it handles hard topics easily with ease. It it touches on. Um, all of the stuff that you would expect as an educated person to be touched on in a movie that takes place in the 80s and goes back to the 50s. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It takes um, place in the 80s, goes back to the 50s. It is. It's just a really good movie. Um, not much that I would change aside from what we've talked about here. And even then, it's more nitpicky. Like, yeah. I feel like this episode was really nitpicky. Yeah, there, there wasn't really much to like. Actually, they, they did a good, a good fucking job. Yeah, uh, yeah, ten out of ten for me. Absolutely yes. Um, I would say yeah, definitely ten out of ten. Um, it's a film that, like you said, it's ageless. And again, sorry, I'm looking at you. I didn't mean to. No, 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 you're fine. I'm just oh. kind of zoning out now. Okay. Um, but no, it's definitely a film that was filmed correctly that it lives up to its um it lives up to the date it's 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 not dated yeah it doesn't feel dated i mean so of co- obviously certain little things but that's because of the the technology that they had at the time sure but even for that it's not bad i mean yeah like you look at the science and even modern science, you can't go, no, that wouldn't work. Like, yeah. you look at MacGyver, which came out in the, I think, 80s? Maybe 70s, 80s? I think it was 70s. Um, but you look at it now, and you're like, well, that's obviously a very 70s thing. Technology has advanced so far that, like, that's not plausible anymore. Yeah. Whereas, this, I really couldn't poke a hole in any of the science. No, because... With the science that they had, even the little bit that they showed you for back for when they did 2015, it was stuff that from that era could seem viable. I mean, but some of that stuff we do have. Yeah. I mean, like the ordering your food via TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like you know, you don't you wouldn't say to someone, "Man, you rehydrate a pizza real well," as like a kind of you know sassy kind of comment but you would say man you microwaved that macaroni real good yeah like that you you could make the same how do you burn macaroni in a microwave dingus yeah literally like there's there are very and i'm 
I'm sure they probably had microwaves, you know, sooner rather than later. I don't know when they came out. But um, we went into a, a microwave tangent last week, and I don't want to edit it again. Um, I think they we? came out in the eight. They came out with the advent of nuclear um, technology, they, so eighties ish. Yeah, so I mean, they had the toaster oven. Yeah, so I guess my point is, you know, that we we have we definitely have a lot of the creature comforts that they showed. Um, and I feel like that they really didn't have a way to fully understand how the internet would evolve. So thinking that you could basically FaceTime your boss and he would fax you a million times isn't, and I'm sorry, that, that's, that's from the sequel, but still it's, it's not a, it's not a, a jump. No, a lot of the things that they showed are still very viable. attainable. Yeah. So yes, 10 out of 10. So, so with that being said. That's a yes from me. That's a yes from me. And that is a yes from me. So three yeses. Go watch it. Definitely. Honestly, it's... I was kind of cold in my review, but it's a good film. It's fun. Sit down. And enjoy it. And enjoy it. We've had our snacks. We've said our facts. We told you if you should watch that. Goodbye. Happy New Year. See you next week. And... Go watch it. Damn it. I thought you almost said keep it. You say the fuck back or I'll laser you, goddammit! I'll laser everything!